0: You got to start it off like that when you hear that kind of music. What's up, man? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. This your boy, Catherine's grandson, sister Pat's son. This your boy, G. Your friend, your partner, your confidant. I ain't going to tell you secrets unless we recording the show. So, uh, <laughs> I got my boy with me. Yo. John DeJohn. john. I thought we got past this nickname. I know. I don't know. I'm going to take it out of my phone one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just didn't want to write Jonathan. That's what it was? <laughs> I think so.
1: Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me uh, prequel that. I don't know if you ever heard of, heard this on the podcast yet because I've been on like four or five shows. but More than that. <laughs> he, th- he, th- he, th- he, th- he thought I was a trick <laughs> at 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's definitely going to pay for it. That's what I thought. He's definitely going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you, man? man? It's a beautiful day, It's a yeah. beautiful life yeah, it's cookout day mm, I have really yesterday m- memorial day. I don't even know what it is it's memorial day yeah it's it's dead day it's uh remembering the ob- the
1: observance
0: of the fallen soldiers. I know a lot of soldiers that didn't serve in the military. There okay. was peanut yeah um there was uh June bug yeah. there was a uh, little C. And there was this uh uh, uh Big C. You got Big C. You had a lot of guys that died in a lot of a lot of the war that I seen. Yeah. Crack war. I feel like that was the bigger <laughs> that was the biggest war <laughs> ever.
1: You know, they said the civil war killed the most um American soldiers, but um
0: probably Crack era. Yeah, crack era crack, heroin. Um, war on drugs. Yeah. Not mention the war that we fight every day with our broken homes. Uh, that's a war unto itself. Mm-hmm. Um, something interesting that me and you um, got a chance to to preview together last week uh, on Netflix. High on the hog. Is it high off the hog or high high on, high on the hog? High on the hog. High on the hog. And There's it was a book first yeah yeah the lady in the beginning was the author of the book and uh what's her name i don't remember i watched it again yesterday
1: (laughs) but all i know is she basically had connected um with her cultural identity um from working at was it essence magazine or she was doing articles for one of those major black magazines
0: you know what? What naturally happens to me when people start like with well, her story, which is brilliant. You know, um, her her experience is a, uh, is, you know, is one of a kind. Like I, I love her story. You know, in retrospect, when I think about it. Yeah. But I naturally mentally disconnect from Africa. So when she when she tied us to that, and 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 I hate that. Because I don't find my identity there. You know what I mean. My 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 roots are southern, right? And 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 I identify so much with what goes on with black people in this country. The post the post at transatlantic, yeah. Trade, yeah, yeah. Post that, and there were so many other ones that you know that didn't gain notoriety. Mm-hmm. That them ships was coming, right, from every which way. And 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 one one thing they don't share with us. Is that we were already here, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of those ships that came here were our ships. Mm-hmm. So, and and that's how they knew the route. Yeah, you know, they they didn't discover this. It was already here. It was already populated. Right. So, but again, on the documentary, I don't want to get too far off course. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to. Um, I don't. I, I I don't think anybody needs to skip this particular documentary on Netflix. I think anybody, even if you're not black, you should watch it. Yeah, because there, there are um, <clears throat>
1: what what do they, what does Charlemagne call them? Basically advocates. Um, Griots. Yeah, from the white community that are mentioned. Oh, in oh the, no. Yeah, the, no, the white people mm-hmm. that were mentioned um, and are kind of helping push, you know, the conversation forward.
0: Yeah. Even Chelsea Handler. Oh, yeah. I, I love that documentary about white privilege. How she, she took it in the face. You know what I mean? She met it head on, and she discussed it with other white folks. Mm-hmm. And that that should have been something that we actually should have talked about earlier. Like, that documentary, to me, was powerful. Um, it, it, it took the, the lid off of things that we don't... We talk about it, but we don't really talk about it. And she took that opportunity to really right. like not us them right? and I thought that was brilliant of her to even do that you mm-hmm. know, and courageous for her to even take that on I'm pretty sure she's going to get some hits on her her career because of that that choice she made to do that sure. so big ups to her I would push one of them buttons with a hand clap but they last so long <laughs> they last so long <laughs> 20 minutes later <laughs> yeah like geez, how long does that clap but what was your take on the documentary?
1: You know, um I'm big on food period, right? So I thought it was kind of interesting to see like the the cuisine that we actually brought from Africa. You know, it it was interesting like uh the very first episode she she um was the first food item that she mentioned was okra. And I thought that was so interesting cuz like I hate okra. Really? Like I do not like okra at all, but um, I think it's also because of like what it was made for, like what it's supposed to be used in traditionally. Like it's supposed to be used in soups. Yeah. We're not supposed to be eating okra by itself. It's flavoring, right? It's flavoring. Yeah. So I think it's just like the the disconnect in you know like my southern roots uh with like eating fried okra and eating, you know, just okra, like, separate from, like, a soup base. Yeah. Because I never had okra in soup, unless it was somebody outside of my family that made it, and I didn't realize it was okra.
0: My grandmother was crazy about okra. Yeah. We was at churches uh, every other day, getting an order of okra. (laughs) That was was big in in my family. Uh, A lot of us eat it. But... For me, okra was just that. I, I always took okra as how she she said it was intended, mm-hmm. like in a, in a gumbo. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. I can't eat an okra by itself. Yeah, it just doesn't taste good to me. Exactly, it's slimy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, why does the thing got snot on it? <laughs> I don't want to eat it. But I, I love how she connected us back to where we came from, and there's a lot of traces of that. Yeah. You know, our musical influences, our dance. We're the culture now.
1: Yeah. So it's just like we, as um, African Americans, or black people, it just depends on, you know, what side. Black. Right? <laughs> I, I, I like to call myself black. It's, it's a differentiation, and we'll talk about that probably a little bit later. Um, but black people, the things that we bring to the table— Literally, like right—the food, <laughs> um, to uh, culture, to dance, to uh, fashion—it could be anything and everything.
0: Nobody cooks like us. That's true. Nobody. You nah. uh, know, every culture, every race is influenced by our food. Yep. Hey, we all have our our thing. We all have our niche mm-hmm. in every culture. You can mm-hmm. go to the islands. That's us. You can go to Europe. That's us. So if you want some good food, it's gonna come from our hands. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be influenced by us. You know what I mean? Look how big Paula Dean restaurants are. Man. You know what <laughs> I mean? And I love that the fact on the white uh, the white guy on the documentary in yeah, Charleston. Yeah, and he he gave he paid homage. Yeah. I liked him
1: too. I like what he said because he's he 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 quoted um, saying it's like the reparations pathway in terms of what he was doing with the uh, rice. So he was trying to literally, if anyone asked that was of African descent, he would give them the rice and, you know, they could learn how to plant it. They could, they could eat it, whatever they wanted to do with it. Mm -hmm. But he felt like it was their cultural right to have it in their possession. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying. Charlemagne was talking about, you know, them, them, being our allies in this thing yeah uh, nobody gets out of this alone you know what I mean no. so we need that and we shouldn't shine them away but well, a lot of people do yeah a lot of people yeah. do I used to be one of them yeah uh, cause I'm always looking out for culture vultures like I don't I don't like them I don't like those people that just pillage our 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 uh, culture yeah and, and go make millions you know what I mean or make it seem as if we had nothing to do with it yeah <clears throat> and that's all the way back to the Beatles. I'm not appreciative. But, again, in their defense, a lot of U.K. artists back then did pay homage to us. Yeah. So, but some, and Beatles in particular, and Elvis, you know what I mean? I, I, I saw them handle us differently. Right. So, but I, I, I think us, our our food is like, like, what's your favorite black African-American dish. Black African-American. No, I'm saying black and then African-American, whatever you want to call it. Like blackity black. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Your favorite knuckle dish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, that's hard. That's hard for me because like, I like the the twisted like, more
0: European take on it a lot of times. Because like, um, oh so you want collar collar green served or one in a flat to uh, plate no that's not what I'm saying that's not what I'm saying I'm <laughs> saying rosemary like I, I, I'm them.
1: talking about literally the
0: um like as
1: slaves like as enslaved people high on the hog right yeah. we we were eating the leftovers right like I don't eat that food like personally I don't just because it reminds me of that time frame in like our history like i don't I don't think it's cool that you know, we still have that tradition um, of eating those kinds of foods that aren't good for our health, that aren't, you know, I guess, coined as uh, delicacies. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't eat it just because, like, like I can't eat chitlins. Like, <laughs> I cannot eat chitlins. I don't like the smell of them. I don't like how they, they smell when you're cooking them. I, the taste is eh. And most people don't cook them correctly in general. So like I just don't eat certain types of that,
0: those foods. The one guy that was uh down there, the one he met on the boat when they went over to the little island. Yes. Yeah. Oh hill excuse me. That guy pointed out something when you know, when he prepared the hog and he stuck it on that thing. That thing that you can actually I, I, he did he had a little makeshift version of it the way we originally started doing, it, but mm-hmm. they actually have little contraptions now. Where you can roast a hog on ground, and it's about three, four hundred dollars starting out. Yeah, like you can get those now that you don't have to do the makeshift ones. That that way you can keep it sanitized when you're cooking, you know, and not have dirt on your food. Right. But I have, I'm not a hog fan. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not a pig friendly person. But I think what he was pointing out, if we, it was originally something that we did. You know, as a tradition, yeah, a tradition, it's like annually, once a year, yeah. maybe twice. You know, eating things like that—that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool because can't nobody deny. As much as you, anybody that doesn't like pig, that doesn't that that doesn't eat it, they can't deny that when it's cooking, it smells great. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, it tastes even greater than it smells. Yeah, it does taste better, you, than yeah. It smells, yeah. That's true. So. I think if we if we do things in moderation and not have it a regular part of our diet, yeah, that's okay. Kind of like eating sweets, yeah. You know what I mean. Sugar is the number one drug in the world. Yeah, caffeine, caffeine, and sugar. I think sugar beat coffee. You think so? I I you think, think. So? it's uh, coffee is the most consumed. Yeah, but sugar, sugar is the most addictive. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all can fact check me on that. But from what I've learned over time, you know, getting older and battling the pre-diabetes and all of that stuff. Sugar is your enemy. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: crazy because there's like no daily recommended amount. Like if you look at the nutrition facts on the back, yeah. it doesn't have a percentage. No. No matter how much. Because you in shouldn't it. eat it. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So how much are we supposed to have? Because it's crazy because you need sugar, right? Sugar is needed for your body. But natural it, it's, it's a natural sugar, so like yeah. it depends Fruit. on what it's from. Yeah, vegetables have sugar in them. Fruits have sugar in them. Even like some sort of meats like have a, a content of sugar. Yeah, right. but it's
0: natural. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even if you use a sweetener like natural sugar cane or guava, uh, you know what I mean. Honey, yeah. syrup, like natural stuff. Yeah, to sweeten your food instead mm-hmm. of. Dumping, you know, refined sugar. sugars. Yeah, refined it. sugars in there because anything that's that's what we need to get to, and I think one of the girls on there were pointing out when they were preparing the meal, the ones that had the uh, the land taken away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they were going through the eminent yeah and domain and, process. And, yeah. It's processed food, and it, it doesn't matter if it's an additive. If it's processed, it's horrible for you. But if we get things in their natural form to season our food and and and, and sweeten our food, right. that stuff is so much better for you. Mm-hmm. You can live a long, healthy life if you stay away from the things that that we we have this fast and, and processed food. Just saying, it's a, it's a fast track to get get the taste you're looking for. Right? You know what I mean? So I, I learned a lot. Watching that, it made me remember a lot. You know, watching my grandmother cook, okay. watching my mother cook, yeah. watching my now my sister cook because they all cook the same way. But one thing that my sister is doing, and myself, and what I see a lot of black people doing, we remixing soul food. You know, instead of pork, we're using turkey. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Finding healthier ways and trying to get the same taste. But a lot of times when we do that... You can't get We, we add stuff that... Definitely. You know what I mean? Because uh, sometimes when you read that, uh, that smoked turkey, it got way more sodium than pork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to... Even in that, what I'll do is when I'm trying to lean off of that, I'll boil it for like an hour. And then I'll take that water and I'll dump it off. And then I'll put fresh water in there and let it cook down, and then apply like my greens gotcha. or my, you know, on my cabbage. Yeah. And that way, it's not as much sodium as it originally would have been if I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There, there are so many different processes to achieving a taste. It's probably not going to taste the same. No. But you know one thing about black folk. We know one. We got one secret. That hot sauce will change the game. <laughs> That hot sauce will make you It's funny
1: It's <laughs> funny that you even talk about hot sauce Because they mentioned hot sauce Like in that first episode too But like, yeah we don't You don't We don't use hot sauce here You don't see the hot sauce on the On the table for the fried catfish And whatever You know that they were eating At that one restaurant With the um The lady who wrote the book Because it already tastes good. Because it already tastes The way it's supposed to taste Yeah And then they have Different seasonings and stuff
0: that they were dipping like sauces that they were dipping it in yeah if you wanted a little spiciest things you can put in there while you're cooking right so I, I get it but ain't nothing nothing like a good bottle of louisiana hot sauce sitting somewhere i don't understand people that eat red red hot sauce the yeah, reds the red hot yeah, yeah that red like hot, yeah french reds hot, hot, yeah like dude that don't even have it's just hot yeah <laughs> it doesn't have a flavor at all Louisiana got. I put Louisiana in my in, in my greens while it's cooking. That way, when I, yeah, when I when I eat it, I don't even have to add that because right. it's already in there. But I know a process. I know you can put peppers in there. Right. Sometimes I put my peppers in there so I don't have to add that. You get the flavor. You get the flavor that you want without the kick
1: necessarily when you cook mm-hmm. it while 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 if you put it in while you're cooking it. Yeah. So I like that too. Uh, I like I like uh, hot sauce and like flavors like that. Just just for the flavor, I don't really care about the heat. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I have a pretty, I guess I would say a higher tolerance for heat than most people really? in terms of spicy. So you one of those people that eat the hot hot? Yeah,
0: I mean, trying.
1: yeah, I mean, I'll try it. It just depends. I don't. I I did that a lot when I was like a lot younger. Um, but like as I got older, I'm like, yo, I don't want to be sweating to taste something.
0: Yeah, like I just don't. To that, to that out your stomach, You're You're right? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to eat like that no more. Yeah, I dated a chick that used to always get the most hot wings. Like whatever this, this the, the, the end of you know, you got the one, the right, mild, right. and the regular. She was always on this side. Oh, I, like, I can't hang, you know, I can't hang, and I tried to do it because I felt less than the man. If I didn't try to. They're like, but I'm going to enjoy my food. Right. Exactly. I like (laughs) the taste. (laughs) I don't want to taste the chicken. I can't taste the chicken if it's hot like that. At that point, you're just putting something in your mouth. Right. And that's, that's not good. I mean, you're not even full because you're eating it and it's just like, ah, oh, it's hot. <laughs> You'd be hungry still afterwards. No, you just tap out because you don't want to eat nothing else. Anything else you put in your mouth after that is <laughs> it <burns>. hot. <laughs> it does, it does. I can't do it. But that, that, that's so so enjoyable for me. I, I hate it was so short because it was so much to it. And, and one thing that you pick up from... If you look at from the first episode to that last episode, somebody that really loves cooking, somebody that knows their way around the cooking, uh, the kitchen. For me, what glared out to me is that you got to know your herbs. You know, you got to know what's in the garden, what it, what what kind of flavor this this gives to the food. Yeah, and you don't see them doing a bunch of like shaking. Yeah, when they cooking. Nah. Like they they, they crushing putting, stuff, and crushing. Yeah, they putting the the whole thing in there yeah. to to enhance the flavor, give it the flavor that they want. And a lot of us, we just go to the shelf in the grocery store. This seasoning the, is this flavor, Humid, that flavor, right? Yeah, time, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But you, know, you don't really see those those seasoning uh, uh, in the in like a jar. <clears throat> not a jar, but you know the little setup. Yeah, that people usually have in their kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Like people don't use those no more. Yeah, older people, people do. I know people that use them. Who? They older? No. They young? Yeah. You don't know But, but they, know cook,
1: they, they cook. But they cook. Cook. They cook. They chef like. Yeah, they cook like lamb chops and like food, like real food.
0: What is the obsession with lamb chops? I don't know. I'm
1: trying to figure it out. I, I don't. I don't really eat lamb chops. But.
0: they still taste gamey to me.
1: Some people like gamey. I can't take it. But, I mean, we were just talking about, like, steaks and stuff. And you're like, I don't eat steak. And I'm like, I I love a steak. And I eat a medium. Like,
0: I'll eat a medium. So, Man, that's when my ghetto comes out. When I go. When I go <laughs> Burn it. Yeah. When when I go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Yo, y'all ain't got no collard greens or nothing? Like, what kind of size y'all got? Asparagus
1: tips. It's asparagus.
0: And it's always Brussels sprouts. Or, or they, they got this weird way to tell you what kind of broccoli they got. We cut off uh, what they what they Broccolini. say? Broccolini? No, it's like oh. uh, when they're telling you they they either giving you the stalk of the broccoli or the bush of the broccoli. What do they call it? I don't know, I don't but know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Give me the whole broccoli. I don't please.
1: want the stem. Yeah. the stem. The stem, uh, it reminds me too much of celery, but the taste is different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's very green. Yeah. You'll, you'll smell it. You'll smell that just like you smell the par- asparagus when you go to the restaurant. It'll come out of you. I I like the stock part of it sometimes.
1: It depends on how, how it was cooked, I think, for me. Because I don't want
0: it to be like celery and crunchy. Not too crunchy. Yeah, I don't want it too crunchy. It tastes like that on the grill when you do it on mm-hmm, the grill. Exactly. Unless you smoke it mm-hmm. yeah, and, and let that heat kind of like soften it up. When I first started cooking broccoli, mine was mushy. Yo, I used, to, I used to leave everything on the stove a long time because I, I didn't want to eat anything raw. Right. Right. Vegetables raw are all good for you, though. They're better for you. Way better for you. When you cook vegetables too long, except greens, greens don't never lose nothing. <laughs> it's a different breed right there. It's a different breed. <laughs> and you learn about people and another thing on a documentary, you learn about the first, uh, the famous White House cook, Hercules. Yeah, Hercules and the other man's name,
1: Thomas Jefferson, chef. Oh, the other dude. The one that, like, went to France and learned how to cook and then yeah. came back. Yeah. But, yeah, Hercules, that was an interesting story. And I liked it when he went out to California uh, and went to, what, Hatchet Hall or whatever it was called, the restaurant.
0: Mm-hmm. And they had, like, a, a different take on, like, the traditional dishes. He He was a real chef. Mm-hmm. Like real chef, when you, when somebody engulfs themselves into something like that, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect that and he's left out of history books. Well yeah he's not talked about as much as he should be when when, when it comes to food. Only a real chef that went to like a real cooking school would, would know about food. him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they would they would hear that name in some way, but he's still not amongst the elite yeah. when it comes to that. And I love how they should they, they, they brought him up. I'm pretty sure his his offsprings really enjoyed that knowing that you yeah. know somebody shed some light on his career, that's right. what it was. He was an amazing, amazing cook. If you ever get a chance, what was his last name? Because he had it, because it, it, it threw yeah. me off. The reason I forgot is because he went through a couple last name changes, right? When he ran, I feel like he was very. Um, if he would have, if he would have been
1: placed in this time frame, like he would have been, like the bueguito type person because you know how they were describing him it was like yo he would go and sell stuff on the side and like, like a have promotion. a gold cane walking down the street at night like yeah that, that was cool yeah, that was man. real cool to me I'm just like yo he had some character for real yeah
0: yeah he did I mean with a name like Hercules yeah I'm pretty sure <laughs> you know that and, and I'm not sure if that was his name originally right it, they probably changed you, it. you know what I mean they probably changed it. that, that kind of stuck out I, I like I I like his place in history. Every cook in the White House that followed him had to follow his pots. You know, that was a lot to live up to. Yeah. The people, everybody that uh, visited the White House back then when they had dinners and socials, they raved about this man's cooking. They literally
1: wrote about his cooking. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally, you could find it in books. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Even though, you know, they still tried to say it was Martha's cooking a lot of the time. Yeah, Martha couldn't cook. <laughs> Martha didn't grow up cooking. Martha and Martha Stewart. Martha Washington
0: versus First Martha of all, well, we're we not finna to <laughs> talk about my book. <laughs> I, I love Martha Stewart. I'm, I'm probably going to go order me some sheets since it's Memorial Day. Catch one of them sales. Get some more Martha Stewart sheets. They're great. <laughs> Feel like she's sleeping with me when I have
1: them.
0: I love that lady. I don't even know why. I've always been attracted to old principal looking chicks. I had a crush on all my principals.
1: <laughs>
0: Wasn't your principal who whose wife ex wife was your principal? Oh my, one of my deans, uh, yeah. uh, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Me and my old uh, high school best friend. We was just talking about Miss Aaron. Miss Aaron was fine. <laughs> Aaron, huh? Sometimes I get myself in trouble to go up there. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh she was definitely a special woman. She she was so caring, so caring, and 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 that's another side of our culture. Like, you know, the school mom that they don't talk about. You know, now that they did the cooks, they need to talk about the school moms, the ones that brought up uh, that that taught us on the plantations how to read. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be
1: definitely interesting because, like, where did it come from? Because, you know, you always hear those stories about, like, Frederick Douglass and, like, how he knew a white person that was willing to, like, help him learn how to read, like, at the beginning. And then, you know, he took his own education further, of course. But you never hear about the most basic forms of education that we've had Mm -hmm. in the black community as slaves. Because
0: they... Because when they bring up the Moors and, and 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 our past civilizations, a lot of times they they they're, they're talked about and they're depicted as barbaric, yeah, And savages. But if you're talking about the Moors specifically, they
1: were like the most intelligent. They like taught a lot of them to read, right? Because I mean, they were algebra, like algebraic, like yeah. like maths and sciences, them, like them and the Mayans,
0: yeah, them and the Mayans, and they were all black. And a lot of times they're depicted, the even when you talk talk about Mayans now, they talk about them as if they were not black. You know, I mean? and, and when you go to Mexico and visit. You look at the skin tone. Yeah, and you look at God. Yeah. Some black people? Like, no,
1: once you start getting closer to Central America, for real, it's like you look at Panama, you look at Ecuador, yeah. like, it's like, oh, that's my cousin. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. black. They're, they're black. They're like black. Yeah,
0: they're black like a lot of history the history in this country is so whitewashed yeah and and and, and not to offend anybody but that's 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 some cold stuff right there mm-hmm. because we think that we our only identity in this country is that of of like poverty and
1: and slavery. Well they want us to think like that
0: yeah we we are taught that way for a reason yeah that like we, we came from nothing and when you feel like you came from nothing, uh, for a lot of us, we, we we relate to that more. Yeah. Like, we, we don't shoot for the stars. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't celebrate what what matters to, to, to the growth of us enough. You know what I mean? I always tell the story that the weekend I graduated high school, and I was salutatorian. Uh, that's that's one step down, um, valedictorian. <laughs> a lot of people didn't I, know that. I imagine you had to like tell them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because a lot of people don't hear that. We always hear about the valedictorian, and and I got salutatorian with a whole semester off off my senior year, and so I I have be that girl, but you know, but oh, so you were smart, Gerald. I didn't know you were smart. Well, you know, I can count to ten. Okay, uh, you all know, right. I do all right. One times one is, huh? <laughs> but even with that, like when 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 I got on stage, even though this lady I think I told a story on the last podcast, this lady named Jamie King. I messed up this lady's name for about five minutes. I could not say it. <laughs> Jamie King? Yeah, I couldn't say it. It was the easiest name <laughs> to announce. She was the, the lead orchestra. Um uh, person she was the director. And I could not say her name. And I'm sorry. If this video, if this, this podcast ever finds you, Jamie King, <laughs> I said it right now. <laughs> but it was probably, it was a, I can remember everybody that came to my graduation. It was less than 10 people out of my family, out of people I knew. You know, my best friend came with his girlfriend. My mom, of course, my dad, uh aunt and my grandmother, and probably a couple of other people. And that same weekend, I think a night later, one of my cousins got out of jail. I can't tell you who was there, because everybody was there. Hmm. Everybody was there, celebrating. And this dude ended up going to jail. Again.
1: He just got out of jail.
0: <laughs> he just got out of jail. Every, uh, a lot of times when I get get a phone call about celebrating something, you know, back home, it's about something like that. Something like getting out of jail or something like that. Right. And we don't we don't celebrate college graduates. Yeah. When my sister graduated college, um, shout out to my baby. I I think it was probably about four or five people there from the family. Four or five people. And you know, college ain't college graduation ain't they, they aren't as strict. That's high school. Right. You know, pre uh, prior to the pandemic right? yeah. and a lot of other issues. If you want tickets, you can go. Yeah, before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Depending on, like,
1: the, uh, the space for the specific school.
0: Well, you know, you can get people in there because a lot of people, when they graduate college, everybody don't come anyway. That's true. But, like, so when I graduated college. Like, there was, like, two people there. Uh, man, nah, it's the it's <laughs>
1: completely the opposite of my my family because like everybody has a degree in my family, like most of them have degrees. Really? Yeah. Like, that's that's always great to hear, though. Yeah, it's it's crazy it's crazy to think about like from that because like that's the norm for me. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I have like just a, a bachelor's degree is just like oh well okay so <laughs> what are you doing with your life type thing. Um, but like from me graduating college. I graduated from Georgia State. And so usually we would just have it in the dome. But the dome was getting rebuilt. Like, they were doing, you know, the um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Okay. So, like, that was cut. So it's not like you could have 40,000 people in a place. Mm-hmm. Like, we went to, like, the, the McCamish Pavilion at Georgia, Georgia Tech. And so everybody got, like, six tickets. But my my mom and my dad... You know, that's two. My sister, of course, my cousin. That's four, and it's like, who else gets these tickets? And like, everybody wanted to come see me, like, you know, yeah. graduate. Yeah. And it was just like, oh well, we don't have any tickets, and we try to get extra tickets and stuff. It was like, you know, you can't, you can't get them. So it's just, it's crazy to hear that story because I didn't even want to walk at, oh, at either of my graduations, high school or
0: college. I was thinking and and that's a great thing that that's that's changing for, for for your generation. And that's changing, you know, a little bit before that. Like this year, graduations even for high school were off the chain. Because one I think one of the things that the pandemic taught us is that we need to start appreciating things like that. So you seeing people coming in town. Yeah. You seeing people like barbershops were packed, mm-hmm. Because everybody wanted to go to the graduation. You you don't need all your tickets? Let me get a couple. Let me get a couple. Whatever tickets you don't need, let me get some of them tickets. Right. Because everybody wanted to come. Even if they couldn't come, they were coming to the cookout afterwards. Right. Or the dinner afterwards. Exactly. But in in years past, I'm pretty sure, you know, one of your parents, you know, when they had to take the stage and walk, it wasn't that many people there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Especially my dad. Especially my dad. Yeah, for sure. And and that's that's something that I I still think after this after this year goes away and everybody gets back to some some type of normalcy, that we still need to appreciate those that accomplish that. Yeah. You know, anytime you get a chance in this life to dance, Do it. dance. Yeah. Dance, and I've I've heard a lot of kids say that they didn't even want to walk. Yeah. Like, why not? I think it's depends on the person, right?
1: So, like, yeah. I came from a place that I graduated high school, and I graduated, like, top 3% in my class. So, I was, like, number 13 out of 400 and something students. Um, but I felt like I I just went through the motions with school mm-hmm. personally. Like, I was, like, number four in my class, like, freshman year, sophomore year. And then I was just like, oh, well, I don't really care about this as much as I care about, like, sports. I was trying to be a pro soccer player. Mm-hmm. And even when I got to college, like, my whole thing was I went from a D3 school to a D1 school, and I was trying to play pro. So, And then you found out you suck. Well. Kevin said you Kev <laughs> Kevin, if you're listening to this, I'm going to set the record straight. Anything that Gerald said to you, I did not say.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't say it. <laughs> I will make sure you hear this one. <laughs> You got to send it to him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was just like, and then by the time I graduated from college, I'm like, yo, I know what I want to do with my life in terms of I want to be an entrepreneur full-time. And, um, you know, I didn't feel... Uh, that college gave me what I needed to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I kind of had like some sort of resentment towards like the whole
0: education system at that point in my life too. Yeah, but it's part of the game in this country. Yeah, yeah. You know, in this yeah. world now, education unlocks a lot of doors for you. Yeah. Um, I, have, I know that college is a hustle. It is, but, but we can't get around this hustle. We can't get around it because the, the the more advanced we get the more certifications even if you have a degree they still require certain certifications right some, uh, exactly you know what I mean so I
1: mean people getting bachelor's degree and still getting paid14 dollars an hour yeah so I was there like yeah. when I got out of college so I just don't I'm big on self-education and I'm big on um, like mentorships. So, like, if you know somebody that is doing something that you want to do, you go and learn from them.
0: And it doesn't necessarily have to be the same field all the time. If you don't have access to somebody in the, in the field you want to go in, if you're learning business, yeah, you got other people that have business, even if it's a car wash, right. barbershop, right. salon, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, restaurant. You can still learn so much because... Business on the other side of the business, or on the on the on, on the other side of the service or the product. Yeah, it's the same. It's still business. It's the same stuff. Yeah. Right. You still have
1: to deal with taxes. You still got to deal with, you know, keeping a um, a P and L like a profit and loss sheet. Like you got to still deal with expenses and all that stuff.
0: All that stuff matters, and that's that, and that's the business side of learning how to deal with you know employees and. And uh, you know taxes, like you said, that's all of that stuff. That it never changes. All of that's interchangeable when 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 it comes to knowledge of business. Right. right. It doesn't have to necessarily be the same thing. And that's that's something that we need to echo a little bit more. Mentor, getting mentored before you get into what you want to do is always the best route. Yeah. And that's that's why. And it's, certain, it's just like college. Yeah. You know, even if you go for an apprenticeship, a lot of people get out of school now, especially these trade schools, and they go right into a business. Yeah. And they don't know
1: the, they don't know it. They don't know the business enough. Yes. They're educated. hmm
0: But they don't have that real life experience with it. That's why a lot of them fail. Yeah. Now, you're taking out all these loans and you opening the business. The best barbershop ever, the best salon ever, you got the best AC coming, your trucks and vans are immaculate. You got every tool you need to be successful, except the experience that's going to teach you how to deal with the fact that you're not always going to have phone calls. Yeah. You're not always going to have people coming at the door. So what do you do? Right. Marketing. Marketing is so
1: big. If you ever start your own business, understand basic marketing. Yeah. Get you a website. Learn how to cold call. Learn learn how to do it. I'm not saying that's the best way for everybody because I hate doing it.
0: But, cold calling?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Learn how to do it. Get you a script.
0: Be able to talk to people. It, you, and, and those are two, that, that's the established presence. You always need presence. Yeah. In every popular media form, you always have to find where to make yourself present at. And it, I don't think I said that right, but presence is important. Like take ex- that exposure way. in general. Yeah, yeah, you need that. You need that presence. Somebody needs to see you regularly, yep. see your business regularly. Learn that algorithm for Facebook or Instagram or now, YouTube. Yeah, and that, that brings me to black businesses take a large hit socially. Socially, most people don't have a lot of great things to say about black business. Yeah. And one of the reasons for that is what we're talking about now, because you didn't get proper uh, mentorship, college uh, training. You didn't. You didn't get what you needed to be successful in this. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can still be you, but you also have to be professional. Right. When you have a business, it's not you. Stop putting your names on your cars, people. Stop putting CEO. On your car, <laughs> nobody needs to know that, but the government. <laughs> nobody cares about who the owner is, but your uh, your accountant. You know what I mean? Don't don't nobody need to know that. If you put your name on your car, that's in reference to giving you phone calls or who service you or who do they speak to. Right. That's it. Yeah. They don't need to know your title. If anything, you put a title on there. That's that's. That's as common as the bottom tier of your business. You know what I mean? Associate, right? You don't you you putting your name out there that, that also that that makes you a target for for so many different things. Ridicule, yeah. You know what I mean? Hate. Now, where I would have called, you know, the typical person, where I would have called and got some service from you, and it would have been fine. You did what you were supposed to do. Now. When I look at your business card, and and it has CEO, so the the owner of the company came out here. I need you right. to be the best damn plumber in the world. Period. You got to be the greatest thing smoking. <laughs> and a lot of us aren't aren't just that. You know what I mean. Yeah. Even if you are great, you're going to be looked at as yeah. you could have been better. Right. And and that's that's another thing that comes to it's full circle for me. I'm bring it back around to the high on the hog that you, you have to appreciate this culture. So I, I've never been a fan of people that go around saying black businesses are terrible because when you do that, you put a tag on so many businesses and you hurt them. You take food off their plate. You, you really do. When you do that, you're telling people when, when you have that when you put that stigma on, on black businesses you're saying yeah it happened at a restaurant that you got this kind of service but now i'm skeptical when i walk into a barbershop i'm skeptical when i go on a car lot right when i deal with a real estate agent i'm mm-hmm. skeptical every time i deal with a black business in business right in general right? it doesn't
1: matter what kind it is but i mean by the same token McDonald's, they be
0: messing up. A lot. <laughs> like, Wendy's, they be messing up. A lot. <laughs> Taco Bell, they mess up. And they don't have... This, they, because they don't have the same expectations... Right. ...that that are placed on black businesses. And I think... And one of the things... Uh, I, I love this website called We Buy Black. I love them. And I almost... I, I, I have done some things with them before. But I kind of got away from that because now... Is getting away from when you're when you're a black business, you're a business, period. That's that's what you are. You're looking for consumers. Yep. You don't have to say if, like I'm the I love supporting black businesses, but I'm only supporting it when I need something from you. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not just gonna go out of my way and just be like, oh, I don't need this. I don't need a car. <laughs> I'm not finna just go buy a car. <laughs> because i want to support a black business but i am specific about that when i do right I, I, I enjoy that part of it but it's still just a business
1: yeah
0: and i expect you to be professional and i, I expect myself i have an expectation of myself when i'm dealing with you that i'm not going to put a tag on you i'm going to try to work with you and so we can get whatever job this is done but a lot of people don't have that approach yeah. and that that, that kills that hurts a lot of businesses One thing is we call things black businesses that aren't. Just because you got business cards. Right. Don't mean that you're a black business. Exactly. Just because you provide a service on the side from your regular job does not make you a black business. It it doesn't make you a business. Well, yeah. I mean, the problem is people. So
1: businesses in general, right? Yes. The issue with a small business Mm -hmm. is that we get into a point. Or a place where it's a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. So the side hustle becomes a business. That's the natural progression of what you do. You do master a skill on the side to make you income to replace your nine to five at that's the end one, of the day. That's one route. That's the yeah. be- That's the, the most common route probably right now with people that are trying to you know change their socioeconomic status. Yeah. So... They the issue is we're not taking it as seriously because we're calling it that side hustle yeah. we're, we're not we're not creating the business yeah you make cups right we're not going and filing with the state we're not going to the county getting our occupation certificates, we're not treating it like those fortune 500 companies that are on the stock market because at the end of the day those are your competitors mm-hmm. no matter where where you're at it's just like a it's just like a rapper if you're a rapper, you know indirectly you're you're rapping against Drake, you're rapping against Jay Z,
0: indirectly. Or the way I look at it, if, even if you're a rapper, you're up against Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Because any I, music space, right? In, any music space. I look at it when you, once you're in business, you 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 gauge your business based on. All the businesses in your thirty-minute radius, mm-hmm. thirty-mile radius, because all of that matters. If I go into McDonald's and I, I can learn something from McDonald's when I go on there, right? I'm looking at their customer service. Yeah, I'm looking at how they how yeah. they present right. themselves. The system, you know what I mean? I'm looking for, at everything. Yeah. So my competition is always everybody in my radius, yeah. in my immediate radius. I'm looking at everything they do. If you run a special. I, want, I need to run a special too, right? You know what I mean. You selling burgers, I'm selling, you know, my service. I need to run a special too, and and that's the way. That's to me, that's the best way to look at it because that keeps you abreast of what's going on, what what consumers are looking at. You know, we'll go through a period where people don't even look at specials. We we have times like that when you know, as entrepreneurs and as business owners, when Nobody cares about your special. How good is the service? Right. What are you selling me? Right. You know what I mean? How well you present what you selling me. Yeah. Always, if you want sustainable clientele, how you present your service yeah. surpasses uh, sales. Sales always get you the cheapest people in the world. Yeah. Them, those are the people that aren't going to be around unless you got to sell. That's good to to increase your bottom line. You know what I mean, which is another side of the business. That's great. Right. But that can't be your only thing when you have a business. You want sustainable income. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you need something that's gonna say, I can keep this business going for so so many years. If you base it off of what which, which I had to start learning five years ago for myself, is that I I was always sold on sale. Something gotta be cheap. To yeah. get them in the door. Right. That's not what keeps your business alive. I was thinking about, you know, I used to run specials for Mondays. Right. And and I was always like, man, Monday is like, that's how I pay my bills. But then when I started really talking to my accountant, I realized that Tuesday through Saturday was paying my bills. But you're making more money. Way more. Yep. But Monday kept kept, uh, which which is cool because uh, it gave me an opportunity to get, stay inside my community yeah. and talk to people that weren't, that couldn't afford regular prices and, and, and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you always want to have a part, as far as me, I, I do have that tag on me that as a black owner, I, I have to be involved in my community. I owe something. And a lot of businesses have that. But the truth about that is it hurts you. It hurts you a lot of times. And we're the only we're, we're the only ones that, that to me it hurts like that. Because if the Jews do it that keeps that money circulating. Yeah. If white people do it it keeps that money circulating. Right. Us six hours. Yeah. Six hours is what our money rotates. I mean it's just like it. it
1: goes exactly what you said. So it's like what other communities are coming to our community to set up businesses. All of them. Everyone except for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If we have one it's great. But it's only one out of the ten. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mr. Johnson barbershop was the only only black business and it's on the worst the worst part of the strip. Yep. You know, it's all clean and pretty down here on this side of the road, but then you go about five miles up the street. It starts getting dark down there. Yeah. It starts getting dirty down there. And the buildings are old and ran down, but that's where everybody goes to get a haircut. And we, not only do the consumers not appreciate it as much, because I had recently started looking at myself like, I need to do some things different in my business. And I'm, I'm working that, that end now, budgeting and planning to make some changes myself. But as business owners, you also have to, that's where, going in McDonald's. Going into other businesses and be like, Okay. Yeah. And one one reason that somebody will come and sit is because of the presentation. You know what I mean? Don't nobody want to sit when your floors look like that. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Don't nobody want to stay. I just want my service and I'm out of I'm out, here. I'm out, I'm you out. know what I mean? We we all got
1: them cousins where you don't want to go over to their house. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to come in. I can't eat nothing. I don't want to sit down, but, you know, I'm going to go out (laughs) 10 minutes, 15 minutes. (laughs) Go
0: back outside. Yeah, we all went there. Who cooked cooked that potato salad again? (laughs) No, you know they don't wash their hands. (laughs) You know they don't wash their hands. And, 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 again, going back to the original topic of this episode, if you guys are are just locking into the episode we're talking about how in the hog and 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 all the offsprings that come from that conversation you know what I mean economically and 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 and, and the way we engage ourselves and business you know our relationship with business in this country but also how in the Hog, in large part is mostly about the the dinner table was so important to me when we grow we we were growing up. Oh, we don't have that anymore, man.
1: It changed. It changed. I think it changed like in the middle got a of my. Man. I, I think it changed in the middle of my generation, because like I remember growing up and like eating at dinner tables, especially especially for special events. Yeah. And now everything is more transient. Like even when I was like stools
0: killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma can't sit in that. Everybody eating all over the house now. There ain't nobody meeting at the table and breaking bread. Yeah. And that's one of the big biggest things when you think about Jesus. Communion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people, you know, that's a tribal thing. That's 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 important to break bread with your fellow man. Yeah. Not not I'm in the living room watching TV, you sitting at the kitchen counter, you sitting at the dining room table kids outside running around with hot dogs in their hands
1: you know I think I think that's why I like to eat out I think that's part of the reason why I like to eat out because you get a sense of that yeah because like you invite other people to eat out with you and you expect a conversation or something right you don't expect them to be on their phones or like And a different table.
0: Take your phones away from the table. Like, you know
1: what I'm saying? You don't expect that, right? When you ask somebody to go to dinner with you or multiple people to go to dinner with you. Right. But when you're at home, Mm -hmm. one, you're probably not going to eat at the same time. Nope. It's in the microwave. Right. Two, (laughs) like, most people, they're not cooking on a regular basis Mm -hmm. anymore. It's not like when I was younger, my mom would cook at least a couple times a week, two or three times.
0: We might eat out one time, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, People have actually convinced themselves that eating out is cheaper than cooking. In terms of
1: losing um,
0: the investment of food, yes, I would say that.
1: Because everything that I buy for the house, it goes bad. Like, I don't ever finish it. Because you don't cook. Well, no. I'm saying, like, I'll cook. Like, or if I cook. You or don't cook enough. I cook too much. It's too much food. And it's just me eating.
0: That's when you invite people over.
1: It doesn't happen like that.
0: <laughs> you say, hey man, y'all hungry? I cook. I cook some asparagus spears, <laughs> and then what y'all, your friends eat? No, asparagus spears and lamb chops? The last,
1: the last thing I cooked was a chicken, like chicken parmesan, mashed potatoes, and um, some
0: spinach. That's the last thing I cooked. I can't use. Uh, I don't like cooked potatoes no more. I don't. I like sweet potatoes Cooked Lo- loves potatoes. I had some yesterday That was bomb And all I put All was put on it Was maple And uh, Real maple And cinnamon And it was awesome Awesome I can't wait to go To the grocery store again I'm gonna give me a bag on. Huh? <laughs> That's gonna be my dessert From now on <laughs> I like a little sweetness After I finish my meal It's like either that or fruit
1: Yeah Fruit's great. It's crazy that we don't eat it like as a dessert, but o- other cultures do. Yeah, like the Latin American culture, that that's what they eat. They like
0: do so many. Th- you ever had a mango pie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, it was okay. a Mexican dude in Cobb County, man. Oh my god, I wish I could find that. Dude. <laughs> you sell a whole pie for ten bucks? Oh yeah, that's good. And it was like you can't, pure, you can't even get good mango, mango for like. Cheap <laughs> Anymore I'm pretty sure He'd probably be $20 man. Yeah probably so <laughs> Probably so But Hey That was That was the best That was mm-hmm. one of the best Pies I've ever tasted In my life I didn't know mango Can taste like that In the pie It was awesome But I'm
1: to um, try to make it In terms of like Eating Like the order Of how you eat your food Too You know I was trying to pay attention On the On the um, The little mini series uh yeah okay I was trying to I was trying to pay attention on like how how they <laughs> right i'm I'm not trying to name drop a whole bunch because like <laughs> look we're not gonna pay for that <laughs> <laughs> um I was trying to figure out like what or when they ate certain foods right because like uh the girl with the imminent domain problem mm-hmm. she had made uh, a cornbread that was beets. Did you remember that? Mm-hmm. She cooked a lot of stuff. She cooked a lot, yeah. but like you know, it, in terms of like dietary track, you know, and digestion, mm-hmm. like you're supposed to eat certain things at certain times. Sugar should go first, right? Like sugar should go first, stuff that you can break down easily. But then it's like your roughage and your greens should be like the last thing you eat. But we never do that. What they bring out the salad first.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the salad that they give you at restaurants is crap. Anyway. Well, well, yeah, it's iceberg lettuce, and yeah. you know. no nutritional value. But it is fluid, yeah. so it does help. It would help if you ate last. A lot of times, I prefer to eat dessert first if I'm going to have it. I get that. I'll get that out of the way because because the I nutritional think, value it doesn't yeah. fill you up as much, and it doesn't stay. And, and if I do the dessert first. I'm, I'm I want to get my food so bad yeah. that I don't, I'm not finishing the whole pie at the Cheesecake Factory yeah. or or at Marietta City. Right. you Right, know, them big pies and cakes they give you. Yeah. I'll eat a little bit. Of, I'll eat a lot less of it if I eat it first. Yeah, I'm 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 getting I'm killing the craving for it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's funny that you say that.
1: So where did we get this idea <laughs> that kids can't drink? With their food. Because if they drink, drink drink they're going to finish their food. Yeah, I never understood that. Kids don't. I used to all the time. But I eat. Like, even now, it's the same thing. It's like, I'll eat whatever. Are you a slow eater? Yeah, I eat kind of slow. Unless I'm like starving. And then it's like, I I inhale food. I eat slow, generally speaking. I'm like, dude, your food cold right now. I don't like my food extra hot, though. Really? Like, I don't like it to be like. Like hot out in the microwave or wherever. Yeah, I don't like. I don't you like blow it nothing. it off in
0: your mouth. It's like I want to be able to eat my food. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it cold though. I, I need some. Uh, I, I need a great deal of warmth to it, but it doesn't have to be hot. It don't need to be steaming. Okay. Like when they bring you the skillet in the mess. Yeah, I'm pieces. not eating that right now. <laughs> it's like, look, give me five minutes. Yeah, you're gonna know, burnt the roof of my mouth out. Don't throw that thing out. Right. Even the peppers. Yeah. I hate peppers. You hate peppers? Bell peppers. Red peppers. Like the red and green. Yeah. If I use those to cook, and and a lot of, especially with like chicken and red meats, mm-hmm. those are really good, but I put them in a the blender first. Yeah. I mean, that should be chopped up fine. I, I need them like, I don't need to see it. Uh, it can be some color around that thing. That's fine. But I don't want to see the pepper because I can't eat it. It, It's kind of like okra to me. I'm not gonna eat it's whole. I'm not. I can't eat that because once you cook it, most of the flavor comes out of it. Right. So you're eating something that's like. So you would never eat like a stuffed bell pepper. Hell no. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Or mushroom. Yeah, I don't like mushrooms. I think mushrooms ruin any dish. I don't like mushrooms. And I'm willing to debate anybody that says they love fungus. They do. (laughs) I'm not eating that. They got portabellae mushrooms. Shiitake. Yes, man, I'm not eating none of that. I'm just like, yo, is it like
1: all Asians? Like any Asian country just comes up with their own mushroom? Yeah. Because, I mean. and don't forget Italy. We don't be doing that over here like that. Italy
0: loves mushrooms. Because what? They got bok choy and all that other stuff. I don't Hey, you got me on that. I, <laughs> I'm not eating nobody's mushroom. I think that's disgusting. I remember mushrooms in the ground when I was growing up as a kid. I would I mean, kick them. You
1: know, I would, I would kick that. the mushroom and it would be like all this like powder that come out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they disgusting. Man, somebody's using it. Because when you add mushroom to any dish, and what I was loving about the last dude that they showcased when the lady did her book at the end. You know, way the the way he was talking about food, like it's 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 a it's a science to it. Yeah. For me, mushroom take over whatever dish you make. Yeah. You taste mushroom. Yeah. In every bite you taste mushroom. Kind of like onion. If you do too much, I like onion. Onion is a great accent if you put the right amount. Yeah. You can definitely overdo onion. Or yeah. Gar- or garlic. I don't know where I was, and I had um, it was a restaurant uh, like. I don't know if I get in trouble for talking about businesses and stuff. Like, like, Roll House. Okay. I ordered something that was supposed to be like a smothered chicken. Gotcha. And, I said, I didn't want peppers. I'm thinking, you remember when Grandma uh, smothered chicken, you know, it had the skin on it, it had yeah. a little gravy stew. And yeah. Stuff, like, yeah. all that. It was a plain chicken breast with the most onions I've ever seen on anybody's plate in my life that's weird yeah the onion took over it's like you was eating plate well I would think of it like a smothered chicken would be like uh, it's smothered in something chicken
1: you know fried chicken but and then it's like smothered with gravy yeah and pepper yeah and like you know
0: yeah keep talking
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's crazy I don't even
0: like gravy like that I never like gravy like that I'm cool with it now that I know how to make it. Because you can do different things with gravy. You can make it taste different ways. That's true. Um, I don't like too much. Yeah, I don't like that burnt gravy they used to have back in the day. <laughs> you know, the burnt flour. Yeah. Like, Why is the gravy so dark? <laughs> this is all, we the same color. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. They used to put that on to mask how nasty a uh, liver was. Have all that gravy on we there. Yeah, eating livers and stuff neither. You know you ain't never ate liver?
1: I think I had it once. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I, people that love liver. Then that goes back to slave food. Liver slave food? I thought it was a delicacy. Is it? I thought so. I don't know. You trying I mean, to, you trying to eat a spleen? No. <laughs> you want to <laughs> eat a liver? I'm trying to think, have I ate a spleen?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I probably have. You probably have. No, you probably have. <laughs> I probably have. Ain't no telling what's in hog mode. They just take whatever part of the fish, I mean, uh, the pig, and they just they slice that thing up real fine and they sell it to you. Yeah. And you just boil it. Like, dude, did the whole hog head. Yes, the head. He took my, everything off. My grandma used to go crazy over that. She, she said that. She said the eyes. She said did, did all that, The eyes, I'm like, dude. They definitely did the eyes. They used to sell it in a way, um, Anybody that's from Florida knew about a grocery store called Premier. This was this old school. It was like a a outside market inside. Yeah, like a farmer's market, but it had all the all the slave food in there, all of it. You can get chicken fingers, but it was really chicken fingers. The (laughs) fingers. They was hands. Yeah, chicken hands. The claws. Chicken hands. The claws with the nail on it. Are you eating it? You don't gave this thing a French uh manicure. Right. <laughs> Why you eating? It? You get the ears, you get like the pig ears, you get the frog legs. Yeah, uh, whole
1: head cheese. That that's where you actually get like mountain oysters and stuff from. Like a place like that.
0: Yeah, that nasty. <laughs> I had my oysters once and I couldn't figure out what that texture meant in my mouth. Like I, I, was, <laughs> I was I was I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Like, what is
1: in my mouth right now? Nah, I thought it was funny when my mom was telling me about it because like, I never had it. But my mom, she grew up in Cartersville, so it was like mm-hmm. in an era that you know was like right after like she she was in school during segregation, mm-hmm. like in the switch. So yeah, she's like, yeah, the girls can never eat mountain oysters. I'm like, <laughs> We
0: eat a lot of nasty (laughs) stuff. Yeah, mountain oysters, uh, everything. I mean, like, just looking at him boil the whole, whole head on that thing and, like... And seeing, like, the skeleton of it afterwards. Yeah. I'm just like... That's disgusting. We eat a lot of crazy stuff, but we have some of the best times in our culture at the dinner table. Definitely. At the dinner, the dinner table was always, you know, elbow to elbow with your cousins. Yeah. You going to grandma? I'm going to see y'all next weekend, but we coming back next Sunday. Right. You know, we, we all either going to go to church or we going to eat dinner or we all going to meet at the dinner table at some point. Like, that's, to me, those are the best time, and that's what's being robbed from us right now. We don't have that, that fellowship no more. Yeah. And I think that's why food is so important to our our, our Culture and our people, because we we gotta we gotta start appreciating what 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 comes out of this. Yeah, it's just food, right? But like he was serving everybody. If you eat with somebody, there's a some, certain calmness to what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. Like after I eat with you, yo, that's my buddy. Like think about all the um, all the like gangster movies and stuff like that.
1: They're always eating. Like you notice, they're always eating. Yeah, always. So, I like I like that because Italian monsters and stuff—they're always families.
0: Mm-hmm. Nobody else is included. No, you 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 either family or you you on the other side of this thing. And I, I love. That's what we can learn from all of it. even when you go to, like, an Asian restaurant. Oh, yeah. They
1: eat together. Yes. You know, they shut down in the middle of the day. Yeah. Most of the time, they eat together. Like, the yeah. cooks, the, the servers, they're all eating at the same time.
0: Yeah, they still have the the, the biggest thing. I always notice it about every culture. They love being together. They love they, they, they love the conglomerate that comes from, like, fellowship. I, I'm close to you. Yeah, we don't do that in, in, in like, the black...
1: Culture? No, we don't. Our community doesn't do that at all. Because, like, think about it. When was like, the last time you've been to a real cookout? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, but like, so my family was pretty good. My dad's my dad's side was really good because they used to always have like um, family reunions and stuff. So I was literally just talking about that yesterday. I like, yeah. You clean your bones I'm like yeah That's that country Like I used to be In Alabama At the family reunion you. You're like <laughs> I hate Watching
0: my daughter eat <laughs> Yo she leave The bottom You know like On a, on a wing Or a chicken leg Or something mm-hmm. She leaves All of the top part. She only eats the middle And she's done what she she's done, and I'm sitting there like That's I'm, a waste I'm, of food. I'm, I'm what they call 38 hot. <laughs> when, when I'm looking at, you know what I what I had to do for this <laughs> food. Like you gonna give this, give it to the dog or it's something? Like, that's that's 67 cents worth of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's thing that's and, and I think that's one of the things that we notice when we listen to like our favorite podcasts. And sometimes the subject line gets away from them, but that fellowship. Right. And we don't see it enough. You know what I mean? And it's just people having conversations like we used to do all the time. That's it. You go in and you walk into any place and you gonna have a conversation. You can go to the gas station back when I was growing up and you had a whole conversation. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just standing up <laughs> at the gas station. Standing outside before it was illegal for black people to stand <laughs> You know what I mean? Before it was, it was it was wrong for us to be at a gas station, and see our friend, and and talk right, for however long we wanted to. Right. Without the police coming. Yeah. Before you are no loitering signs. Yeah. Because y'all are trying to break up, and that's what they... Mm, that's what they broke up. Our fellowship. Now when I run across you, I don't see a friend no more. Right. You're a stranger. I I And you know I be at the track all the time I like to go out there and like you know Get a few miles in before I come, come to work And I notice that I can speak to white people I can speak to Spanish people And all of them sometimes they beat me too They talk, I, they'll a, talk to you first It's an old white lady that come around And said we we try to beat each other saying hello I saw you first <laughs> Good morning But when I pass by black people They don't even look at me Mm.
1: That could be like a systematic thing too.
0: I think it it it, it, it comes at the attack on Because I mean it's harder it's harder to
1: unite it you're stronger. Yeah. A
0: quote from that movie Soul Food. Divided your your weak. All the one all the finger does all the point all point finger does is 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 keep us from uh let me just say it this way because <laughs> I was trying to like make that make sense. But one point one, one finger only points to blame at something, you know what I mean? Yeah. You you can only point out what's wrong with something, right? But all the fingers together in your hand and you form a fist, you can strike a mighty blow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're we're not a fist anymore. We're just fingers and we're we're our own little villages. By ourselves, right? And the little wolf in the woods can come and just blow that down Anytime you want to. That little tent that you don't build, mm-hmm. yeah, it's nice. You got your Mercedes, you got your nice little little house, uh, uh, you know, three four bedroom house yeah. that 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 uh, the workers probably put up in two weeks. You know what I mean? True. I've seen beautiful homes built in two weeks, <laughs> less than a month. I've seen. I don't believe that. <laughs> My first house was built in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two whole weeks. I don't man. know, man. Yo, them folks got out there when I first came to my property. Um, they had the it foundation a Yeah, it was a slab of concrete. When I did the final inspection, it was three weeks later. The house was finished too two. You know, I could see it. This was back when 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 it wasn't that many subdivisions. Right. And they were really just like oh, bringing them up. We're going to build this house. Right. So when they when they got a project to do, they just did it. Right. You know what move I mean? Move to the next one. Yeah, move to the next one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no whole... I mean... You order your house and you got to wait six months. Yeah, it's bad now. Yeah, because they got so many jobs. You wait in a year. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you wait in a year for that new construction. But if you get a whole crew on the house, they can have the house up in yeah. two weeks.
1: I think, yeah, it's possible. It's, it, if... If you have the two weeks, man. If you have the means, if you have the money for it, and you have the manpower, it's
0: definitely doable. I mean, if that's what you are, if you're a builder, they can all do it. Yeah. But they ain't doing it. You know what I mean? Because they're working on this house, they're doing this. Right. And they then they uh we they got they got ten projects.
1: Yeah. In this area, so this is the progression. Like I'm doing this, this, and this. It'll take a week for this. It'll take two weeks
0: for this. Because they populate and they want to populate the neighborhood at the same time. A lot of that has to do with the company's finances too. That they want to do it on this scale. Oh yeah, they don't the
1: schedule. They don't want stuff like all like they don't want to have all their time and energy committed to one one project, and it's be. not making them money yet. Right. Because it's right. like what they do like a um, a fifteen day mm-hmm. like uh like the. Like, you get paid, you know, halfway
0: in between the project and then at the end of the project. they all just modular homes. They can really just put these homes together as fast as they want to. Yeah. They they, they got pieces of a house. They got pieces of a whole wall. A whole, you know what I mean? The frame. They already got a place that does the frame. Right. Exactly how to, you know what I mean? Right. It doesn't really take long. Right. But like you were saying, it's that, 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 that process they go through. You know what I mean? That schedule that a lot of these companies have. But I, I, I really want to encourage people, man, to get back to that fellowship. But I, it just hit me that that's that's another thing that they just flicked away from us. You know what I mean? And, and and just like everything else they've taken away from us, a lot of times it was our choice. Yeah. It was our choice. Because I, I, I can't stand it. You know when I when I feel like it when I see somebody like that, I stare at them. I'll be walking by them. All. Good morning. <laughs> you know, just hey man. I can't look. I can't walk by people that look like me, and not acknowledge them. But they'll they'll walk by you and they'll they'll look this way. Yeah. And I know you feel me looking or at. Look you. Or look down. Yeah. At their phone. Yeah, and you got these headphones on. When I see other races out there now, I like my headphones, too, depending on how long I'm going to be out there. If I'm just out there quick and I'm late and I just want to do 30, 40 minutes real quick, I probably won't put headphones on. Yeah. i just enjoy. But I don't see a lot of other races do that. They'll get a walking companion, or they'll just get out there and walk. Us, we have to tune everything around us out. And you know what I mean? We're we not enjoying this space that we in right now. That thing that you're going through right now, it's probably somebody walking by you that you don't speak to that can help you with that. I'm almost, I can almost be 99, I'm 99% sure that you are, you are. You just don't take the time to say, hey, hello. You know, starting a dialogue with somebody that that, and it it can possibly help you out of whatever rut you're in, whatever situation you're in, because you can't get out of it alone. You know what I mean? You really can't. It's it's nothing in this world that we we can be doing that we don't need other people. Nothing, nothing at all. But anyways, people, happy uh dead day. Not dead day. Ain't it ain't it that? Oh, the Fallen Soldier Memorial Day. <laughs> Happy enjoy. Enjoy, save me some ribs, well, some chicken. You don't even eat potato salad. You don't even be eating pork like that. Save me yeah. No, nah, I don't. They got turkey ribs though. I don't want no turkey ribs. Not
1: this big. We don't want no turkey ribs. Look. Get 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 G uh, some hot dogs, some hamburgers. With yeah. some slow if you gonna give me a hot dog. Yeah. Some slow on my dog. Yeah. And all the sides, you know, baked beans. I don't eat beans. Greens. Yes. Mac and
0: cheese. Give me some college greens. College? Yes, sir. Higher education. <laughs> yes, that's college greens are the ones with turkey in instead of pork. They smart. Smart greens. <laughs> smart greens. <laughs> But I appreciate you coming by, man. Always, bro. Always. Let me get some of your time. Cause that's something that we can't ever get back. So I appreciate you spending any time with me, man. And uh, thank you all for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with your boy. <laughs> I know you love that. No. I know you're a <laughs> fan of that, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, these are our two cents. Spend it or save it. This has been Cut Different. You can find us on every platform, I like that what you did with the scissor fingers, so find us on every platform on social media, hashtag, cut different, share it, have these conversations with your friends, have conversations, period, even if you just call your friends and say, hey man, I'll listen to this bull bullcrap uh, uh, podcast, man. Look, look, What's look, I got a, I got something,
1: I got a, a, a call to action right here, if you normally text people, and that's all you do to communicate if you got an iPhone, if you got Instagram, get on Facetime today. Shock them! Just do it today. Shock them and call them. Yeah, shock them. I want I want you to see their face and they see your face.
0: Yeah, and you just talk about what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't Facetime me. I don't even have that. I got Duo. You can Duo. You got you. an Instagram. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. If you call me on Instagram, more than likely I'm gonna be on the toilet. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's the only time I look at Instagram. <laughs> if you it, gotta come through
1: like a normal call,
0: it's gonna yeah. come through like a normal phone call. <laughs> yeah, it can. Gonna be doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I gotta wipe my mouth off. Hey man, what's what's going on? What's important? What, what you call, what you calling me for? Because people ain't gonna know how to deal with that. They gonna let me put my chicken down real quick. What's up, man? But man, we gotta start enjoying each other again. Have conversations, fellowship, man. That's one of the greatest things, greatest benefits of church, and I believe in my heart that that was the purpose of church. Fellowshiping with other believers means that you still get to fellowship. Even if y'all don't necessarily believe the same things, just having that dialogue and that conversation, that relationship that you're building with other people, fellowship is very important. And that's what High Off the Hall reminded me of. Everybody sitting at the table at the same time. Enjoying the meal and what they were doing while they were eating. Talk. Talking. Talk to somebody, people. This has been cut different. We out of this thing.